I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, for the final time this tournament, a very warm welcome. The World Championship Daily, this is the last podcast that we're going to do now for another year uh, before we uh, before we sign off for an, and look ahead to another World Darts Championship. But this is where we are now. The semi-finals are done and we know our two finalists and it is going to be a repeat of the 2018 Grand Slam of Darts final. They've met previously before then, but obviously that match will probably get talked up a lot. We'll even talk about it here, as I've just done on this show. Going price, Gary Anderson. Either we have a world number one, a brand new world number one in Gerwin Price, the first Welshman to lift the PDC World Darts Championship, or we have a man who is going to be a three-time back champion of the world in the shape of Gary Anderson, who would have said that three weeks ago. Jonathan here with you to sort some darts. And joining us to do so are Jack Gubby Garwood and Phil Bars. Phil, it's the first time you've been on since after Christmas. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and all that. Um, the last time you were on, um, th- th- the world's looked a lot different to what it is now. Um, an interesting semi-final, I think. Uh, it certainly lived up to expectation, didn't it? Um, we went in with a lot of questions and we've got a lot of answers as well probably more answers than we anticipated if i'm being honest yeah i think so god this was this was a moment where you're thinking okay this could either be one of the great semi-final nights or one of the not so great obviously as it normally is and i think that for once probably for the first time i'm gonna say in probably two or three years both semi-finals actually delivered yeah not only did they deliver but i think it's the first time we've really looked at a set of semi-finals in this event for a long, long time, and there hasn't been clear and obvious favourites to make it through. Yeah, I, like I, I, there was a there was a genuine case when we finished this podcast last night that the final could be a combination of any of the four players. All right, some were slightly more likely, and the first semi final probably went to the form book, but the second one was an absolute coin toss. And that's not to say Bunting was out of it anyway. I, just, I th- genuinely think there was a case that we could have been looking at 
a, a Price Chisnell final tomorrow. We could have been looking at an Anderson bunting. We could have been looking at a Price. I don't know. I forgot the rest of the combination now. But every <laughs> single combination <laughs> was possible. Price Anderson, as we got a Price Anderson, yes. as we got. <laughs> That's the one. But this is an interesting stat. I was just looking at this now. I would like to say we have that uh, that debut world champion in the shape of Gerwin Price, or Gary Anderson joins a very exclusive list that is only Phil Taylor and Michael Van Gerwen on it. Of a man who lifted lift the PDC World Arts Championship more than three, uh, more than twice. Van Gerwen's obviously did it three. Phil did it in fourteen, and now it is two for him. So uh, will it be number three? Is the big big question let's see what happens though we need to talk about the semi-finals though phil and we will start with you the first semi-finals between gerwin price and stephen bunting in short i'm going to say this is the best semi-final that we've had since cross mvg at the palace and i said on twitter and i'll keep saying it now this goes in straight in number three in all time behind uh, wade lewis in 12 and obviously the cross van gerwin epic this was utterly excellent uh, yeah no, it was an absolute stunning game um, the double 10 hitting from going Price. I'm going to say it now. He's the best double 10 hitter in the world. No. No. No, no, no. I am. I'm saying it. Tonight, tonight he was. He was absolutely unbelievable. And it's probably the most outrageously good consistency of hitting a single target on a dartboard I've ever seen. But that doesn't make him the best at that. James Wade is the best out of that. Don't, don't make me come. Don't make me come for you, Philip. James Wade James is the best Wade. double ten hitter on the planet. Tops and tens are no longer Wade's then. They are. Yeah. He misses it. More, he misses it more now than he ever has done. False. You can't go. But you can't go with Gerwin Price after after a great night on the tens. Like last night, he he did not look like he enjoyed tens. You know. Tonight. Tonight, he's the best double turn hitter in world darts. Fact. Yeah, tonight. That's but... very in the moment, Philip. Yes. Not... And I also point out, it's also this morning as it's gone midnight, once again as we're recording. <laughs> um, God, this is it. Look, this is for me. I don't think normally when a player is four sets to three up, you're thinking, okay, um, this is a big moment. And you're thinking, okay, this might be the moment where you get over the line. But I don't think Bunting threw this away. I think Price finally just raised his game by that much and in the end he just got over the line in what was a really tense game yeah I, I think you're right I think the moment even at 4-3 Bunting had sort of pinched the seventh set right from under Price's nose and you still thought Price was the man in the ascendancy and, and whilst Bunting was picking off those those crucial legs that meant he was still accumulating sets you always felt that Price was the man in control of this game. I mean, eight ton plus checkouts is absolutely ridiculous. And we speak about how much timing matters in this game. Timing did not matter in this game because Price just picked off a ton plus checkout every opportunity it felt like. Not in the crucial moments. It just happened every single time. It did. Yeah, no. This is the big one. I just want about to say quickly, Phil, as well, we haven't even talked about the fact that this was a, a record for a PDC World Darts Championship game in 13 of the Tum Plus checkouts. 26 maximums between the pair. But Bunting, I want to give a massive shout out here. Some of the checkouts and some... You talk about timing there, God, but Phil, some of the timing on Bunting's checkouts. For the first four or five, six sets, the man could not miss. 
Ridiculous. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, just a couple of bits on that. One, I think it's an all-time PDC. I think it's a record in any PDC match. I think it is, yeah. Not just, not just the World Championship. Um, but look, Bunting's finishing was exceptional. There was a 118 that really springs to mind. But like you said, he was doing that to win sets and you can't keep doing that. You can't keep going to the well. At some point, it's going to come up dry. Your numbers aren't going to come up on those combination finishes. And look, Stephen Bunting has had an absolute phenomenal tournament. He's been magnificent. Um, but tonight, just come up short against, for me, who has Price has been the best player across 2020. Yeah. And he's just came, and, and, and he just come up short, which is no mean feat at all. Yeah, you've obviously been, you've always wanted to get the bunting out. Let's go bunting, Manson, and all that. He is now, now just around about 14 grand off the top 16. He'll be gutted, obviously, not being in the Masters this time round. But what a, a recovery after what happened in the World Grand Prix. And more importantly than that, after a time where we really thought we were going to see the end of Stephen Bunting with the comments that he'd made and everything like that, to make a World Championship semi final is, is ridiculous. And fair play to him. Yeah, it's a superb run and a superb turnaround and upturn in fortune for Stephen Bunting. We interviewed him as part of on the hockey last summer before the match play, and he went on a little bit of a run there, and we tried to take credit for it, saying that he should interview with us more often. Um, but it, it sort of dropped off again after that, and this tournament is, could and should be a springboard now for Stephen Bunting to go back and really contend as a, as a world-class darts player. He's been superb throughout the entire tournament carried himself very well. Um, he's, he's performed to the highest level and the man is a former world champion. You can't take that away from somebody and if it clicks for him, he is superb. So let's hope that he can push on for next year because like I just said, a, a fully fit and rare in Bunting is, is a massive threat to contend within the PDC. Well, going Price gets through Stephen Bunting by six sex to four in honestly one of the best games I've seen. That seventh set in particular, there was more up and downs in there, more twists and turns than a roller coaster. Excellent stuff from Bunting to push going Price so close. But in the end, it is the Iceman who was the first man into the PDC World Darts Championship final. Let's hear from him now in his press conference. Congratulations into the World Championship final and in a record-breaking semi-final. Ton plus checkouts all over the place. What was it like to be involved in? Frustrating in a way because I knew I was bombing chances, three darts at a double, two two sets up in two le- uh, two legs up in two sets, and just let him take them away from me. And I'm three one down. I think four three as well. But yeah, it was it was a good game. But I knew every time I missed that he punished me. Whether it was a big you know, big ten, 10 plus shot out or the last start double, he was going in every time and I was like, you know, I was beating myself up, but I just, I never give myself any negativity and I stuck in there right till the end and, you know, maybe a couple of years ago that I wouldn't have been able to do that, but it's a different me now. What's it like being involved in a game where every little chance that's offered the other guy's snapping up? There's one moment where you lost a set because he took it 118. And it was you just staring at the scene. It's like you knew it was Yeah, I knew because every time that I'd missed, I'd missed maybe three or four darts at a double. It was a 118, 136, 148. I mean, a 90 ball double top. It was loads of shots. He was just 
pinging out and I, you just know you expect them to go and that's what he's, that's what the standard is now especially in the semi-final of a, of a world championship but I was doing it back to him as well which helped because I, I needed those couple of couple of checkouts but yeah it was a great game I just wish I would just take my chances a bit bit more like that's probably the best we've seen from you so far at this year's winner world championship how satisfying is it to produce when you've been tested a bit like Brendan Dolan did to you yeah I mean it wasn't great. I, I, I missed opportunities. I, I won that game 6-4, I think. So I, I should have won another two sets. But I always put myself through the ringer and get myself up against it. But yeah, I'm happy with the performance. But it's going to be it's going to be tough whoever I play in the next round. And I need to take those opportunities. First Welsh player through to the final of this tournament. It's history. That's a big thing for you, though, isn't it? Yeah, I do Possibly, yeah. I'm going down in history now to be the first Welshman to be the PDC final. And I don't know if me and Johnny are the first Welshman to win the, the World Cup. I was the first Welshman to win a PDC major. So, yeah, I'm breaking some sort of records along the Welsh side of it. It's going to be either Dave Chisnell or Gary Anderson. Now, we know they're both capable of playing absolutely phenomenally. We also know you've got some history with Gary. Are you worried that can get in the way of, of taking No, I'm, I, I'm more experienced now. And, you know, that was a few years ago and it was a bit of needle. But, you know, we're both professional. We're going to, if he comes through the game or, or Chizzy, but I'm going to go up there. I'm just going to give him my all, play my game like I play every other time. And, yeah, if it's enough, it's enough. But hopefully I can improve on today, improve on what I've done definitely in the, in the beginning of the tournament. But, yeah, it was... Decent today, but another couple of percent and I'll be fine. And I know you've come into the William World Championship knowing that I can win this, I'm one of the favourites, and if I do, I'm world number one. You can take it game by game all you like through the tournament, try and put that to back your mind. Now you take it game by game, this is the game, this is where it yeah, all happens. It was at the front of my mind, it was never at the back. I knew about it every day and I talk about it, it doesn't bother me, I, I, I want to get there. If, if I was to go out first round, I wouldn't. I wouldn't matter. I would just spend a bit of time at home with the with the missus and the kids over Christmas. Didn't really matter. I've reached the final. I'd be gutted if I lose tomorrow because getting so close. But you know, it is what it is. The world's a difficult place at the moment. I'm in a world championship semi semi final. Uh, final, two hundred grand in the bank. You know, I'm I'm up to number two in the world. Whatever happens tomorrow, I'm happy. What would it mean for you to take that next step and? and join the greats there's not many people who won this I don't think it's a better opportunity but I don't like to put I don't really put myself under pressure I don't seem to feel pressure unless his last egg deciders but yeah I'm uh, I'm in the final I've got a great chance and hopefully tomorrow I'll take that opportunity Super stuff tonight, Cheers. Gazzy, <coughs> congratulations last night you couldn't buy a double ten tonight couldn't miss it was that your get-out-of-jail going, going to Old Faithful tonight? Yeah, I, I knew I knew double-10 was going in, but that meant I was missing double-top, and you know, it's my favourite double. I, I love to be up there, but, yeah. And I don't mind double-five either, so it's it's a pretty... That's why I always go certain routes. You know, if I'm on a 1-1-2, one, one, I would never go for 20s. I always try and leave the same double, so double-top, double-12, because I know if I miss tops, I, then I'm decent on the other doubles that come behind there as well. When Michael went out last night, obviously we everything was riding on it for you. Does your mindset change slightly when, when he goes? No, definitely not. Same, same with Peter. I know I, at the beginning of this tournament, doesn't matter who was in it, I always believed I was going to get the final and I was, I thought I was going to play Michael. I was hoping I was going to play Michael, but 
you know, Dave done the job on him yesterday and fair play to him. Do you think playing first will give you an advantage tomorrow because it gives you extra time to get back, rest and get ready for tomorrow? Nah, we've got 24 hours, 24, 22 hours for them possibly, but nah, that won't make a difference. Whoever comes to that game will have a good 10, 12 hours kip and they'll be ready for, for it tomorrow and yeah, hopefully I am as well. Completely different emotions this time last year when you lost to Peter. Was that going through your mind when you hit the winning double? Because I don't think I've seen you as emotional as that, even when you won like the, the Grand Slam for the first time. No, I just I just kept thinking, you know, don't bomb another opportunity like I did last year with Peter. You know, I was beating myself up all the way through the game and practically gifted him. You know, and uh, yeah, the trophy's coming home to the right for that. Oh, I nearly saw that. <laughs> the trophy's coming home to the right place. <laughs> Speaking of the right place, across the year, many people... I said you've been the best player throughout 2020. Would this be the icing on the cake? And do you think you have, across the year, been the best player? I don't think towards the end of the year, maybe in the Grand Slam and then uh, Players' Championship, I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't 100%, but I was always confident towards the beginning of the year. I was, I think I was the best player, but it doesn't go like that uh, forever. As Michael knows, now he's, um, he's under pressure to keep his number one. Well, he's not under pressure. Yeah, he can't do anything about it, but... Yes, it's a lot of pressure on a lot of people, I think. A lot of prayers. Gezi, congratulations, always, mate. Thank you. No worries. Don't post that. <laughs> Gezi, is it a good thing that you've known from the start of the tournament that the world number one spot is only there if you, if you win this tournament? What's that, sorry? Do you think it was a good thing that you knew the number one spot was there if you won this tournament from the start? Possibly. I, I don't, like I said, I don't put myself under pressure. It's, uh, it's a good target to... to to chase, you know, a, a world number one. Not many people have the opportunity to even know that or have a chance to, to, to get there. And I had the opportunity to begin this tournament, but like I said, I didn't put myself under pressure. And yeah, it's well within my grasp now. Are you going to be keeping an eye on the semi final or straight back to the No, I'll go back, grab my stuff. Obviously, I'll have a look at who's winning, but I'll get, get in the shuttle, get back, and put my feet up. I'll watch it when I get back if it's still on. Nice, thanks. God, we'll come to you then after the, the back of this. Uh, I won't talk to you about Gary Price potentially winning the World Championship just yet. I'll let you have a little bit of a glory first. And we move on and we'll talk about Gary Anderson. Now, remember at the start of the year when people were talking about how much he was defending and, you know, whether he'd fall off a cliff. He's got to defend loads of titles. He makes a final of a world match play and then he goes and makes the final of the World Championship. And Gary Anderson, who... It was conceivable that he would drop out the top 20 at the start of the year. Finishes the year now, number eight in the world, after beating Dave Chisnell 6-3. Madness. I, I don't get how he's done it either. He, it's not as if he's, he's come out raring to go, fighting and, and having a swing and, and trying to just pick up as much money as he possibly can. The, the year's been a bit all over the place, as everybody knows. And let's be honest, he hasn't really been asked. And yet he's still about to finish the year in the minimum as a top eight. He's even said it himself this week, hasn't he? Let's be fair. He's been stood there going, don't care about this week. Anything else is a bonus. Anything else is a bonus. 2021, that's when I'm going for it. I'll put some time in. I'll put some time in. And I'm a bit sceptical as, as, as to if he will. But the fact the man's half-arsing this world championship when he should be on an operating table having his cartilage and his knee restored um, or putting some time on a practice board... That's a worry for the rest of the world. Even if even if tomorrow goes horribly wrong, that's a worry for the rest of the world. 
Phil, obviously, you know Gary pretty well, and, and, and you've known him for many years now. I'm staggered at the fact that he can be this good when he, when in these words, as Gob's already said, does not care. That was a masterclass in just, in my opinion, that was a masterclass in just doing enough. Does that make sense? He did yeah, enough. He, did, he, did, he actually did it. He, he did, and ironically, he did an MDG. <laughs> he did the right things at the right moments. Gary Anderson, when we look back in 15, 20 years, is one of the biggest mavericks, enigmas in darts because it shouldn't work. He hates the sport. He can't be asked. He doesn't practice. And he rocks up and does whatever the hell he wants and the darts just go wherever he puts them at times. Um. It's just, I just don't know. If you, if, look, if, if you were teaching kids like you do in academies, you'd be like, right, you need to practice this, rhythm. This. And then someone goes, yeah, but Gary doesn't do it. And you just go, ah, you, you, but what, you, you can't argue it. <laughs> but look, it's, I'm going to say it now. I, for me, this is, look, this is going to be massively controversial when this goes out. He's gone up to number three in my all-time list. Jesus, uh, you know what? I don't. I don't. Can I, can I wade in a bit here? No, no, <laughs> why? <you> bloody can't. <laughs> because <laughs> wait, what? With this, because if he wins tomorrow, he goes to number two for me. You muppet! That's one of the worst. Uh, genuinely, that is one of the hottest of hot takes that I've ever heard. Why? <laughs> why? Yes. Because he would have won the same amount of world titles, which ultimately is what any career is ever judged on in any sport, yes. as Michael Van Gerwen. Yes. But he will have defended one. Yes, but Gob. Defended Van a world title. Yes, Don't get me wrong, Michael Van Gerwen might absolutely bry him out of the water in the next 10 to 15 years because Van Gerwen actually cares about darts, believe it or not. But as of tomorrow night, if Gary Anderson is holding the Sidwell Trophy above his head, at that moment, he is number two all time for me because he will have won three PDC World Tiles and defended one. Yes, but Gob, you're forgetting two crucial things here. One, Michael Van Gerwen has spent the entire spent the entirety of 2016 picking up every TV title that was to bloody win in the PBC. He held everything. It was the it was the MBG Slam, as in it was the it was the Slam. He won everything. There was no title that he didn't win on television. And also, the crucial thing here is that Gary Anderson's been playing longer than Michael Van Gerwen in the PBC, and Michael Van Gerwen has won twice as many titles as him. I'm, I'm, like Van Gerwen for me as always everyone has always I've always said to everybody in my opinion Van Gerwen is the greatest player to pick up a dart I appreciate Phil Taylor is the most successful but Van Gerwen is the greatest player to pick up a dart I'm with Barzi in the sense that he's in the top five for me he's still number four behind Bristow but you can't you cannot put you cannot put Gary ahead of Van Gerwen surely if he wins tomorrow in that moment I do you're entitled to your wrong opinion mate I'm going to take mine Barzi. To be fair though, he's wrong because um, MBG's number one on the list. So who's he's not? One, sorry, MBG's number one on the list. Oh, of course he's. He's, 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 he's quite clearly number two. No. <laughs> Until Gary wins tomorrow. 
Philip Douglas is the most successful player ever, and I'll give you that. However, Van Gogh is the best ever. greatest I've ever seen picked nah. up. If Phil, and, if Phil and Michael had picked their darts up at the same time in the same era, Phil kicks his backside. Nope. No, I'm not having it. No, no, not no, have no, that. no, 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 not having that. We, right, before we talk about everything else, there's lots more to talk about. I want to have a word on Dave Chisnell, if I may, Phil. What of a tournament that he's had for a start-off. Nobody gave him a chance last night against Michael Van Gerwen. He beat him 5-0. To me, I think... All that energy that he expended to do that last night sort of bite, bit him on the backside a little bit today. The curse of MVG. When you look at it, everyone that has beaten MVG at a major this year has got televised the event. Televised event. <laughs> <laughs> They're all majors, Philip. No um, such thing, boys. Come on, play the game. They've um, they've they've gone out and look. The action didn't look Rolls-Royce. Last night, the action looked silk. But tonight, it didn't. And that's the Dave Chisnell. And that's the problem with Dave Chisnell that will always exist for me. That when the action is silk, like it was last night, he's almost unplayable. But then flip the coin tonight. In spells, it looked good. But then there was other spells when he was almost trying to correct it once it had left his hand when he has that funny little wiggle. Yeah. And it didn't quite work. But he's had an unbelievable tournament. For me, he's played himself back into the Premier League. We'll touch on that in a minute. I won't go into that. Yes. Oh, yeah. um, just just cast that one out. <laughs> you've already um, you've already done enough. But you've done enough fishing tonight, Philip. <laughs> Who me? What, what, Never. what have I done? <laughs> Dob, I, I'll let you talk um, about Chizzy in a second. You're sorry, Phil, you've got to carry on there. No, I was just, just going to say, look, he's had, he's had an unbelievable tournament and he can take a lot from it. Gob, hold fire on your thoughts on Chizzy because we are going to go into a Premier League discussion with that in just a minute. First of all, though, let's hear from the second World Championship finalist. Here is Gary Anderson. Gary, congratulations. You don't seem that impressed with your own performance. No, I think me and Dave were up there last after, afternoon. Like we say that, I don't know who's embarrassed, me winning or him losing. You know, after we played the night before, you know, Chalk and cheese, you know. It, like it, somebody said, a hundred average. I would not never say that in a million years. You know, I thought last night I'd, I was about against Dirk. I reckon I was on about 108, 109, and today I thought I was on about 72. Uh, and it, it's weird. It definitely is weird. You did miss a few doubles, but even when you weren't feeling brilliantly about your performance, the way you closed that out, because that could have got very, very messy, couldn't it? I was expecting that. There was a few that, you know, I was kind of, I was in front making a mess of it, missing a, making a mess of a checkout. That bull, Dave, I think he took out a bull finish, what, three or four times on big finishes. Every time, one shot of the bull, and it went, and I went, oh, here we go. But, uh, you know, it was just, nah, it was, didn't feel good at all. Well, even though you came to the William World Championship with no expectations, you're in your fifth final, Gary. It's not bad, is it? It isn't. It's not bad at all. I'd have took that. If you had told me that last month, I'd have probably choked you and said, didn't be daft. But you know, it's. Uh, it's. I thought it was getting better. Well, tonight the average is, says it was. It was good, but didn't feel it. You know, but a lot of loose darts, a lot of snatching, and uh, we'll do that tomorrow. It's. It's not looking good, but uh, we'll get rid of that tonight. The last sort of couple of years, Gary, when you've had problems with injury and all sorts of stuff, have you contemplated how much longer you're going to be playing this game? 
I told you the other night, at least until my mother's my friend. <laughs> I'm not sure I believe you, but does this, doing this, potentially becoming world champion for a third time, does that make you think I'm going to be playing this for a lot longer than perhaps even I thought? I don't know, when I won it for the first time, it was great until everything you've got to do. And I vowed I'd never win it the second time, and I did. You know, I was glutton for punishment, but uh, hey, listen, listen, we're back at the Alley Pally, you know, all year. It's, we've been stuck in sport halls, you know, the PDCs were out of the way to get us back playing darts. They could have shut the doors on us and said, look, we've got nothing on now until the country sorts itself out or the world sorts itself out. And uh, yeah, they've jumped through, well, I wouldn't say they've jumped through hoops, but they've been on the phone, sports ministers and everyone getting us sorted out. We get tested, you know, so uh, yeah, boys, thanks for the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've done, they've done well, you know, if the boys haven't been playing darts, and a lot of youngsters, this is their job, so they could have been in a bit of a bit of sticky situation. So what's it going to mean to you to step out on stage on Sunday night playing in the biggest game in this sport? That would be great. I'm going to have a joke now, right? Don't take this serious, but to have Wayne and Rod saying, third-time world champion. Oh. <laughs> and that's a joke. Did I take it wrong way? I'm having a joke, but it would be, it would be great, you know. But, uh, no, listen, Gezi's out there to win it. If he wins it, he goes to number one. And if I win it, I think I'll get back outside the top 24. <laughs> um, obviously, Gowin's played some incredible darts this year. He's won more titles than everybody else. You do have history, you two. Is that going to be a factor when you play? I'm, I'm just going to go up there and try to play darts. You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, we've had the conversation before, people moaning, saying that moan about slow players. It's nothing to do with slow players. It's a carry-on in between. We've all watched darts and snooker. and you don't get snooker, you don't get golf. You know, I just... Just play darts, you know, if, if I get my backside scalped, fair dues, you know, well played. Just try to play the game. What kind of a match are you anticipating against Gavin tomorrow night? I'll be quiet, he'll be loud. <laughs> nah, he, he played well tonight, you know, I mean, he's, he's nicked through. Usually that's a good sign when you, when you nick a few of the matches. I've done it before, you know, there's games that I should have been beaten. And I, I've nicked past it and I went, I went on to win it, you know, and it's... Uh, Gezi's had a, he's had a the deciding, deciding leg. I've been quite fortunate it's not went that way, but uh, tonight he played better. Half a million pounds, a Silverdale trophy and a third world title. What's that going to mean for Gary Anderson in his career if he achieves all those things? Sunday night. It would be great. Could I retire that night if I lifted it? Could well, I say? Could, could I say that's it? We're done. No, I can't do that. No, no. I made a promise the other night. I'm about for a long time. I give you lads a sore head. So unfortunately, you're stuck with me for a while now. Looking forward to it. Gary. Well Thank you, Gary. Congratulations. When you first moved over from the BDO to the PDC, did you ever envisage you being five world finals? I don't know, television was in black and white back then, was it not? It felt that long ago. I, I don't know, you know, I, I mean, I, can, I think it was Stefan Nag, Nagy, Stefan Nag, that played the very first time, and I was hitting everything. Back then, uh, I was hitting 34, 35, 36 averages. Even George Noble says, uh, watch this boy play. I folded like a, 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 folded like a book, you know, absolutely rotten. Every time I played on that stage, terrible. I don't know why, because I won the Gold Cup on that stage. Same stage, different backgrounds, you know, put in the embassy, absolutely rubbish. Does this make you the best ever player to come out of Scotland as well? Five finals, two or maybe three world titles? Listen, I just play darts. I don't care who comes for Scotland, who's played darts for Scotland. I play for myself, nobody else. 
you know, I just come and come to play darts. Yes, I'm Scottish, and I'm proud to be Scottish. You know, you'll never take that out of me. You know, I've lived in England a long time, but you know, I know where my, my roots lie, and I'm one of the proud ones. Game against Gezi, you said obviously we know the history. Are you going to brace yourself for the big celebrations from him just to give yourself that extra bit of time at the back of the off? You can let him get on with yeah, it. Yeah, but if I can shut the games out quicker, they can't celebrate, can they? So that's one way of doing it. <laughs> that's a plan anyway. It might not happen. <laughs> it might not happen after tonight's performance. But uh, ah, listen, Gezi wins it. He goes to number one. You know, Michael's Michael struggled this year. There's a lot of players, your Michael Smiths, your Nathan's not done well there. I was expecting him to be far on in this tournament, you know, and it's it's not happened. But yeah, listen. Don't know how long I've been with the PDC. 11, 12 years. Eleven years. Five finals. I've done all right. And at the start of the year, everything was made about how much you were defending and what your world ranking was going to be. To end that year potentially back in the top four, would that even surprise yourself? It would have done, you know. I was out the Masters and now they've told me that I'm in the Masters. I'm as sick as a pig. <laughs> no, no, it's like I say, it's uh, but you, you've got to remember everyone says I'm dropping down rankings, but for four, five, five years I've never done Europeans. Last year I missed six months of the tournaments. This year I've missed a lot of tournaments. So if you take over all the years that I've missed, I mean, how many Europeans is there? A year? 13. 13. What is there now? Is that, is that what it's now, 13? So there's 13 tournaments a year that I'm missing on ranking points. You know, so I've stuck in the top 20 for a long time now without doing all the tournaments. So I think I've done all right. You know, these boys that do every tournament, every single weekend, every month, every year, and I'm, I'm still here. So I'm quite chuffed with that. Gary, pleasure as always, mate. Congratulations. Thank you. No, Phil. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. I have to ask you, you say you're here to play darts, like you've maintained and right the way through, as you always do. Um, since the Minster match, no one's played any Ducks and Drakes at all. Devon and, uh, and obviously... You know what, I've saved my pace, right? I've made it quite clear what I think, right? And there's still people getting it wrong, saying that I'm saying things about slow players. I ain't saying nothing about slow players. You call it gamesmanship, right? Now, in my head, I don't know if I'm stupid or not, could somebody explain to me what gamesmanship is? Anybody? What is gamesmanship? I think that's not for here, shall we? No, but I'm just asking, what does the word gamesmanship mean? Right, so it's, it's all right to mention gamesmanship. So that's, that's allowed in games. See, I don't think so. I get, a good gamesmanship is when somebody gets beat and goes up and goes, well done, son. Absolutely brilliant, on you go. Right, until we work out what this gamesmanship actually means, you know, I've got my head what it means, but everyone else seems to think it's different. But I just want to play darts. You know, we, we've seen it with Joe Cullen uh, and Michael, we've seen it with Michael with Chizzy last night. How exciting is it to watch when they're banging that dartboard left, right, and centre? And there's no arguments or little tufts on stage. It's fantastic. What I was going to come to is that, is that fear that. Going could be the first person to do since Mensa. That you, you've had that before. Would you worry? I don't know. You might put words. I don't know. I'm, I'm going up to go and then play. You know. I mean, Gavin can do what Gavin does. I'm going to do what I do. You know. And it's it's going to be that. You know. But the player who hits the doubles at the end of each leg will win the tournament. Is there some small part of you that's 
a bit sorry the fact that the Scottish pub won't be full tomorrow night or watching you. There'll be there will be bouncing tomorrow. I don't know. We were talking about the night, New Year's night. I was in my bed half nine. I think I've been in my bed for nine o'clock for the last twenty years. You know, I don't do New Year's night. It's uh, uh, what do you, sore head in the morning or a nice long lie. I'll take the long lie every day of the week. Okay. Thank you. Gary, uh, just between now and the final, we we throw many darts or we stay up the doors? I'm gonna get my suitcase out and bring my sleeping bag out and sleep on the stage. <laughs> Practice all night? No, no, I'm I'm going to my bed now. You know it's six o'clock start tomorrow. Seven thirty. Oh, get an extra hour. Uh, no, go back to the hotel room, watch a bit of telly, get up in the morning, have a bit of walk about, and then uh, get ready for tomorrow night. Do you think the fact that you've been in this position to ask before gives you a slight advantage? Nah, it makes no advantage nowadays. All the boys can play darts, so no advantage. Gavin's won a, a good few tournaments this year, you know, and last year, so it's, uh, it's nothing new to him. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, obviously, Gary now has played himself into the contention for the Premier League, where there was genuine discussion about whether he would make it into the Prem. Now, that discussion, finally, is over. Um, this is where I'm going to go with this. We, we, we'll talk about Mr. Barr's fishing trip a little bit later. <laughs> for you, what, first of all, what do you think this tournament could do for Chiz? I mean, I'm not going to ask the question of whether you really think he will eventually win that title because we've asked that question for years. But is he now in your 10 for your for the Premier League? Yeah, he's in the Premier League for me. He's in the top, he's sixth in the world at the minute, I think. He is now number six. Yes, um, he will unless Gary wins tomorrow and then he'll drop down. So he's guaranteed to finish seventh at worst, um, which is astounding really, because we haven't really spoken, but spoken about him a lot this year. So to finish there has been superb. Obviously, the world is a bit weighted, but you'll take it. He's performed pretty well. He is in the 10 for me now. Um, in terms of what this can do for him moving forward, um, I think it all depends on his Premier League campaign. I, I still think we're going to be looking at Dave Chisholm in the next three to five years as an as a nearly man. I'm, I'm just not convinced that he's going to be one of them that can get over the line. You don't always get the fairy tale in sport. Everybody that deserves a title, in inverted commas, doesn't always get one. And I'm just not convinced... I'm convinced that Chisnell is going to sit in that category. Well, do you know what? Let's talk about a title that he could win, probably, 
at the start of well not necessarily at the start of next year probably the middle of next year now in well next year this year even <laughs> in the premier league um look so <laughs> phil bars is where i want to go to this you may have cast out a net tonight on social media in the what 10, did i do well, you posted a you posted a list of the ten who who we think are going to be in the Premier League, and as I said, I I, I do like to disagree with you on lots of things. However, in this time, I cannot disagree with you on the picks that you make on the thing that I that I agree with you in the sense of I think will be in the ten. So, can you just go through your ten for one second on this one, or explain why you think that the ten that you picked will be the ones that will be announced tomorrow? Of course I can. Right, top... I say top four. At the, this, this 10 was based on the top four. So, MVG, Price, Wright and Cross. Cross is the controversial one because it's, if he's not in the top 10... Top, sorry, top four, would I pick him? No. But I think he's going to get his stab at it with a little bit of luck. So, the top four is self-explanatory. Mm. We can't argue them. They're in. Gary Anderson making a world final, and it's Gary Anderson. No further questions, Your Honour. Dimitri Vandenberg, world match play champion, self-explanatory, never ever going to get left out. Glenn Durrant, reigning champion, self-explanatory. Jose de Souza won the Grand Slam. To be left out, he could consider himself extremely unlucky if he doesn't get in because it's an unwritten rule. You win a TV title, you get picked for the Premier League. Although the way the TV titles are getting spread around at the moment, that might not stand up if that carries on going. But at the moment, it does. Chisnell, I think, yeah, last night's performance and result has played him in. The last one, Nathan Aspinall, getting to the final on debut gets him in. Yes, he's not had the greatest TV run since we've come back from lockdown, but I think what he's done the last year, sorry, the previous year, getting to the final, gets him enough grace to give him another shot. As I said on Twitter, I'm not saying that's the 10 I'd pick, but based on the data on how boxes have to be ticked for the Premier League that is what I think will be picked but also what I will say and I've said that on Twitter as well I don't think we'll get the full lineup tomorrow and which I find I th- interesting I do I find that we'll, really interesting I think we'll get eight or nine tomorrow because God, if they do only pick nine then we are then wondering about who goes in at the 10 slot now, I'm with Barzi in the sense of MVG, Price, Wright and Cross will be in the Premier League because of the top four. If Gando does win this uh, tournament, and we will discuss our picks in a minute on who we think is going to win it, then then it's an interesting one because then it all gets very, very messy indeed. But Dimi, Dazza and D'Souza are in. I personally wouldn't choose Chizzy. If I could, I would choose Wade, but then I have to remember that it's the PDC and Sky and they will not choose Wade in the slightest. And in my opinion, Wade for making two major finals deserves to be in it, but he won't get in. So I would have him out. Um, Aspinall obviously deserves to get in because of the way he, uh, the, the fact that he made the final. 
And then obviously it gets very, very messy after that. It is it's, it's one big mess right now. I, I genuinely think that we spent a lot of time at the start of 2020 saying how big this year could be for darts. And it produced, it, it delivered. It, we've got so many different TV title winners. See, see, not majors, TV mm. title winners. Um, that it, It's causing a real headache for the PDC and Sky at this minute. It must be because there's so many variables and possibilities of players to pick and this is where I know you two don't think it will happen, but I think the Premier League needs a format expansion. I just see two players that the public want to see play week in, week out for them to be leaving players that have been to major finals this year out of the lineup. Phil, you can go in on that one, mate. <laughs> I, 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 I understand why it won't happen, right? I understand you've got the logistics of the nights and the way this TV schedule works and everything else. But at some point, we've spent ages moaning about how stale the Premier League has been in the past, which is why the contenders was first introduced alongside an unfortunate injury to Gary. That's gone that way. We need to keep this competition fresh. Otherwise, it's just going to be the same TV merchants, if you like, on for a roadshow. But then, okay, so we take that then, Phil, and we, could we see a completely left-field name potentially play their way into a, a, a Premier League slot? I mean, I'm talking about the likes of, I don't know, Christopher Tyski, I mean, Ian White, maybe Joe Cullen in the top 16? Can we see a potential that maybe even Merv or Simon Whitlock after what happened this year for them? I think if, right, I'm playing devil's advocate. If Gary wins tomorrow, then in my opinion, Rob Cross does not get picked. It'd be difficult to leave out the world number five. I appreciate, listen, I appreciate he's done nothing this year, but, I, but it, that's a very, very difficult thing to leave out the world number five. They did, they did it to Wade. They did. It's been realistically, boys. I, I understand what you're saying, but we're seriously sat here making a case that there's a potential they're about to leave four of the top ten out. Agreed. Or there, there's a possibility. That's madness. Absolute madness. I completely understand that players have won tournaments from further back, and perhaps that a two-year ranking system doesn't quite reflect the quality and, and form of players right now. But Jesus, to leave four of the top ten out would be well, absolute. Well, who do you think left out then? Who do you think they left out then? Cheers, Wade Smith, and who else? Cross. Well, yeah, Cross. Cross to me. I, I'm with if you, Cross I'm drops you. tomorrow, I genuinely can see a case for him not being in this. Well, there's there's a serious discussion that Cross could not make it, Aspinall could not make it, Chisnell or Wade, and Michael Smith. And before Gary Anderson moved up a spot today, Daryl Gurney was tempted and he wasn't even in the conversation either. Well, to be, to be fair, playing again, playing devil's advocate, if the world final tomorrow had been bunting against... Cheers. Cheers. Then there might be half of the top ten not in there. That's madness. But, but this goes back to my point that a two-year ranking system doesn't work. Because it's out of date. 
because once Cross, if, if Cross, to be fair, he's, he's had no form whatsoever when we think about this. Cross hasn't had any form, and he's talking about the fact that he might drop down the rankings, and obviously he's got a match play to defend, a European Championship to defend. That's that's nearly two hundred grand on his ranking. That's a lot of dough, and a UK Open final as well, which is that's basically two hundred and fifty grand. That's half his ranking got to be defended this year. Yeah, and this is this is why the ranking system over two years doesn't work. It protects people for too long. What you did 18, 19 months ago shouldn't count on what happened what happens now, but it does at the moment. And it's wrong. Okay. And this is so, why go on. And and this is why we've got people that well, I'm just looking at the rankings now, in thirteen, ten and where's and fifteen probably gonna get picked. Look, as I said, it's not the 10 I'd pick. That would be completely different. And however, the Premier League... Berlin King, Vincent Van Vaughan and Jamie, yes, please. Um, <laughs> look, the, the Premier League is always going to cause debate. And I don't think there's a system that works where you're, you're, you're going to keep everyone happy. Because a lot of people on Twitter are like, pick the top 10. But if you do that, then you're leaving out the reigning champion, the, the um, Grand Prix champion and the slam and everything like that. Well, so that doesn't work either. Well, this is what I was just about to say about it. So people were saying, like, what about the top 10 people that have won money on the Order of Merit this year? So if that's the case, then we're going with Price, Van Gerwen, Anderson, Wright, Vandenberg, D'Souza, Wade, Chisnell, Smith and Dirk Van Dijvenbode. Now, I would absolutely... I'll take that. I'd love to that's see... That's better than what they're suggesting right now. I'd love to see Dirk in the Premier League, by the way. Get the tight, get the chainsaw <laughs> out for, 10, for 16 straight weeks. Yes, bloody please. But I, fact, I know. I think he was close. I'm surprised that he's not closer because he literally, in all honesty, he ticks most of the Premier League boxes. Oh, he might well be. We're speculating at the minute. Yeah, but it's who would you leave out of that? Who would you leave out to put him in? That's been the problem since the summer. We've been talking about the Premier League since the end of the match play, and the constant question has been who do you leave out, not who do you bring in? Okay, well, if, if if you want me to be brutally honest, who I leave out off the back of that, I leave out Aspinall. Appreciate he's made a final, but for me, he's runner up in this event. Yes, but or Chizzy actually at the top eight there at, at the top four that you sorry at the top ten that you put, Carzy, <laughs> I'd leave out Chiz and I'd put Van Dijvenbode in. One game and one run should not get you there, in my opinion. I appreciate Chizzy's world number six, but he should not be in the that's Premier League. That's what I was going to say, but, but that run has put him to world number six. Yeah, but that's again... Whereas when Jamie Lewis did it a couple of years, it put him to world number 20-something. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, though, we always talk about the fact that the world dominates the, the ranking system, and quite rightly so. It's the biggest tournament. It's the one that gets everybody watching, but it shouldn't be a run to a world championship semi-final shouldn't get you into the Premier League when you've already made a World Grand Prix final made a European final this year made a UK Open last 16 made the made the Grand Prix final as I say and made a world championship quarter final it shouldn't be the case I, I think there is a there should be a way of putting Dirk in there for me if Dirk's in Wade's in yeah, <laughs> don't be silly. Um, but this is what's going to cause debate, I'm sure, on socials tomorrow. We will have it all covered for you on the live lounge on Monday when we'll discuss the Premier League picks in detail, I am sure. <laughs> but, boys, we could talk about this forever, and I'm pretty sure we will do. And I'm sure that Dart's Twitter will be talking about it for a lot longer than this. But we've got to pick ourselves a winner. Here we are. 96 came, two remain. 
Gerwin Price, Gary Anderson in just over, well, it's well, I say it's just over 24 hours. In fact, actually, in just under 24 hours, maybe 12 hours, whatever you're listening to the show, when we're recording at half past midnight on Sunday, we will have a new name, well, we will have a new world champion. Peter Wright will not be the world champion any longer. Sorry, God, I just had to throw that one in there, mate. Um, <laughs> I, I can take it if. It goes a certain way tomorrow. Well, you, well, if it, you know if it stays, if it stays north of Hadrian's Wall, bliss. <laughs> well, do you know what? I'm feeling generous as it's the new year. You could pick then. Who do you think is going to be lifting the Sipwell Trophy? Price. That must I'm just, kill you to say. It does. Oh, it's been killing me for since Michael Van Gerwen left the tournament. It's been killing me since he's got away with last leg deciders twice and finally averaged over 100 today for the first time in the tournament and you're not bitter though mate you're not bitter at all (laughs) I just I love it I love it it's very difficult to be in our position and try and not be biased but I just have genuine dislike for the man (laughs) or not not for the man I, I should restate I have genuine dislike for the persona of Gerwin Price on a stage. But you think he's going to become the world champion tomorrow? Yeah, because if I say, I, I, I'm just, I, I accepted it yesterday. I told you this. I've, I've just accepted it. And anything else from there is a bonus. What do you think like, if it's not, over the moon. Uh, seven, three, seven, four. Bars, are you laughing in the background? Oh, yes, I am. Go away. <laughs> Barzi, you can, you're the next to pick. You're going to win the World Championship tomorrow. This is real heart versus head because I, I get on well with both. You're telling me! I get on really well with both of them. Now, as I said earlier, I think Gezi has been the best player in 2020. So I think it would be a fitting way to end the season with him winning the world title. But also, one of the greats of the game in Gary Anderson would be an unbelievable story because no one gave him a cat and owls chance. Nope. Gary didn't give himself a cat and owls chance. <laughs> he even finished his interview today and said he was expecting it to be a bunting Chisnell final. Um, so, but I think the Iceman wins it and we have a new winner. And I'm going to go seven five to the Iceman and get him in price. Well, I said at the start on our preview show way, way back now, it feels, well, it feels the ages ago, really, because it was, that Gerwin Price would win the world title by the 7-5 victory of Michael Look at me, I called it right. Absolutely. So I've got to stick with, I've got to stick with Gezi. And I think even though I just have this feeling that Gary is just going to produce one of the performances of his life, I will stick You've with You've just had that feeling that Gerwin Price is going to lose every round for the last four. And I've been sat here willing it on and be disappointed every time. So don't give me that crap. Oh, I think, I think I've got to stick with it. But I, I, it would not surprise me in the slightest to see Gary Anderson lifting the Sibwood Ultra for a third time. But I think I'm going to stick with my original prediction and just swap in Michael Van Gogh for Gary Anderson. Gerwin Price wins it 7-5 and we do there, Barzi. And here's a question for you. I, I don't want to 
talk, dwell on this too long because I know God will have an aneurysm. But if he does become the world number one tomorrow, it's hard to see anybody taking him taking that world number one spot off until this time next year, is it not? Depends on. It depends on the calendar, for one, because we don't know what the 2021 calendar is at the moment. My yes, gut but... is, we're not going to get a lot of darts. Mm. So, yes, I don't know. You would, yeah, I, I would say that if he goes to world number one tomorrow, he will be there to at least the World Championships. God, will you agree on that one? No. <laughs> no. The thing, is, the thing is, though, in order to that, for that to happen, someone's got to win a multitude of TV titles, at least three TV titles, in order to get anywhere close to Gezi, because he's got a 250k lead on MVG, and then nearly a 300k lead on Peter Wright. What's Price defending, though? UK? He's defending, uh, uh, he's defending a UK Open semi-final, a Grand Slam final, and a Players' Championship... Sorry, Grand Slam win, sorry, excuse me, and a Players' Championship final. That's about 200 What, what did he do at the match play? Nothing. Got beat by Stephen Bunting first round. Oh. <laughs> and on that bombshell uh, first round exit in the UK open please <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what it's nice to have the trio back together it really really is but uh, before we go speak for yourself <laughs> before we go I just want to say as it is the last of the World Championship Daily I want to say a massive massive thank you to everybody that's listened to the show more than anything really do appreciate it the numbers have been through the roof we absolutely have, have been amazed at how many people have been listening throughout the week and throughout the tournament so thank you but the biggest thank you I want to say of all guys I think we can all agree on this one the rest of the team have been just superb throughout this tournament They've all been on on the pods. They've all done it. They've all done their shift. They've all done their uh, a shift on the live blog, doing reports, doing quotes pieces, doing anything that they've been doing. And boys, I think we can all agree on this one that if the, if the true heroes of this tournament have been us <laughs> in terms of the, in terms of the rest of the team. Yeah, no, the, the the boys have been absolutely outstanding, all of them. Um, this people, I know people love the worlds, but from a, when you're working in it, it is like none other. It is relentless for two and a half, three weeks. Um, and without them, the three of us couldn't have done it on our own. We'd have been in boxes. <laughs> so the, the, the guys have been absolutely phenomenal. Completely agree. I mean, I'm, I'm still working full time. It, it's been, I work in finance. It's been financial year end for us over Christmas, um, back and forward from home as well. So, having those guys around with the enthusiasm, the knowledge, the professionalism they've all put in for us has, has been superb and they've been a great addition to the online darts family. We certainly have and uh, we really do appreciate every single person that has been working on this week. There's been too many people to mention but every single person that's helped us with our world coverage has been absolutely amazing and we thank you very, very much indeed. Like we say, massive thank you to every single player as well that's been interviewed and that we've, that we've done interviews with throughout the entire tournament. Barzi, what a shift you put in there, pal. Even in, even when your car broke down, you were still tweeting about it. You were still doing, still doing stuff for us. So uh, well done, mate. I bet you cannot wait to get in your own bed tomorrow yeah, I've night. Done well. I've, I've, I've only upset one player as well. I've done well over two weeks. <laughs> 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 I 
and we are going to win quickly. <laughs> the RNC are the real heroes of this because they got out to Gary on time to make sure he could play his game and get him down south when his car broke down. But they've done the same to you, Barzi. <laughs> That's very true, actually. If only, uh, if only I had a tick next to my Twitter name, that might have helped. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that bombshell, like we say, we are going to leave you and love you and leave you. Thank you very, very much for listening to the entirety of the World Championship Daily. Really, really do appreciate you listening. As we say, we've come to the end of this World Championship Daily for us. We will be back on Monday on YouTube on the Live Lounge. I actually am going to make an appearance on the Live Lounge, which is going to be a weird feeling as well. Um, no, so we'll know the 10. That. that could be interesting. We will know the tale, I'm sure, by then. But let's or, the, see. or the eight or nine or whatever that Barry wants to tell us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> let's, hope, let's hope it's the ten. But we know the contenders aren't coming back, so let's hope that the ten get announced. But there we go. Uh, right, that is it from us here on the World Championship Daily. Really, really do appreciate your company throughout the entirety of the last three weeks. Thank you so much for uh, all your support, and thanks for so much for the numbers and everything like that. It's been great. We are down to two. Ninety six started this journey hoping that they were going to be the one to lift the Sid Waddell Trophy. Only two players can do that, Gerwin Price or Gary Anderson. 7.30, GMT, onlinedarts.com. Brad Pates will take you through every single leg of the biggest darts match of 2021. He will be there for you. and We'll have a report out for you straight afterwards. I'll have the interview with the runner-up and the winner, as always. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up to date with all of the action tomorrow. And also as well, find us on YouTube as well, Online Darts TV. You'll get the interviews with the runner-up and the winner first from there. Gerwin Price or Gary Anderson? Which one of them will be lifting the Sigwardell Trophy in around about, from what we're recording, around about 10 hours, in around about 20 hours' time? Who knows? But thanks again for listening. It's been a pleasure. World Championship Daily, signing off. Take care. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 